Warning. This podcast contains amazing content. And strong language. <laughs> Not any complaints, though. They can go to fuck. Yeah, they'll so, be deleted we won't instantly. <laughs> Spam folder. I'm Natasha Jenkins and I'm Juliana Hopkins and you're listening to Back to Back Catalogues. Today we have Azlehan Kyle. Hi, tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to us all. Hi, I'm Azlehan Kyle. I'm um, I'm a singer based in Brussels. I make music. I make tunes. What got you into music? I I started, to be honest, I started singing like, my mom keeps telling me that I started singing before I could talk even. Mm. So, uh, and and then there was always music around the house and stuff. So it just kind of happened naturally that I got into music. Um, mm. And then I started piano lessons quite early on at like six. Um, and singing lessons as well. And then it just, it was part of my life. So I continued, started with like charity gigs with my dad. Um, he plays guitar. Um, and then school concerts with my my band when I, uh, when I was in school. Nice. And then eventually in uni decided to do music. And so here I am trying to make a living out of it. Very nice. nice. Very nice. I didn't realize. I didn't know your dad was musical. I know. I just knew he was Scottish, like me, Glaswegian. <laughs> but, Scottish and musical, like you. Yeah. Oh, great. I already said this. Like, I want to meet like John one day. <laughs> I've heard so much about him. <laughs> Absolutely, will meet him. <laughs> what What genre was your first band in school? What were you playing? Oh. <laughs> so when I first joined them, they were looking for a singer, and they were like, "Oh, we heard you sing." And I said, yes. And they were like, cool, join us. And I was like, okay. (laughs) 15. And I think the first, uh, it was like, we did one song a year at the school concert because there was a lot of different bands. The Mm -hmm. first year, I think we did like a Sum 41 song. (laughs) (laughs) We started off like rock. And then by by the last year, we'd like written our own song with the band. And um, our drummer decided to start rapping. So we had like, two raps in the song and I did the the chorus like a singing chorus and it was a bit like you know th- at that point we went hip-hop R&B vibes nice. and that's just kind of like the direction I've always been in R&B soul music myself yeah. mm-hmm. um, grew up on jazz fusion with my dad's influence and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah I know that you um you'd studied like was it bio biochemistry and glad yeah. Was it biochem? So what what made you swap over to music from have from doing that first of all at university? Yeah, so um it was it was immunology and pharmacology that yeah. I was doing at Strathclyde University in Glasgow. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that is such a big jump. Yeah. Why? Like what how, what fueled your jump to music? Was it just like, oh my god, this is bullshit, I don't want to study this, or like what made you jump to the creative industry? It wasn't even that. It was uh, when I essentially when I when I finished secondary school, I got into a couple of unis to do biology. Like it always made sense for me to do biology. It was like my top subject um, yeah. in in school. And 
it was just a sort of common sense like you know do something that will pay you yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um so i uh, but like by the end of uh by the time i'd finished my exams and stuff i was having massive uh doubts i was like oh uh, do I really want to do biology because I want to do music as well and at that point like in my head it was like it's an either or thing mm -hmm. so uh, I still went and did my first year um, uh, in Glasgow but it was it was a, it was an interesting experience it was a bit difficult like leaving home because mm -hmm. uh, I was uh, I was I just turned 18 when I left and uh, turns out I got very homesick and I didn't handle it too well um, and shit like that. So, uh, and what was there? Were, yeah, there was one thing where um, I was convinced that if I do a degree in biology, then I can get a job that will, like, you know, help me support a career in music later on in life. But then I had a chat with one of my classmates who was working part time at the Apple Store, and he said that three of his full time co workers were people who had done a degree like ours. Oh, so they've done some type of biochemistry degree and i was like oh so there aren't like no, no. opportunities that i thought there were and that just kind of like that made me panic a bit and i was like if i'm going to struggle to get a job i'd rather struggle in what i actually want a career oh, in yeah, yeah that makes so much more sense so i decided to do the switch but here we are five years on and i've apparently left the industry there's now booming to enter the one that is currently dead so oh shit of course <laughs> think of that yeah. oh my god do you know I everything, everything happens for a reason though like you would have been yeah. so unhappy and like if you were if you knew back then that early on that you didn't really want to do it you're better off not doing it do you know what I mean mm, and you have to follow yeah, I absolutely don't regret it like I'm very happy it's I, I told my mom this it was like uh, I think at that point it was a choice between like uh what's going to make me happy and now the next step is like how am I going to support myself but at least i've got the happy established you know mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's the main thing Rather than doing it the other way around they're like you know money first and then figure out how to be happy with it yeah money's not all like do you know what i mean like i'm sure loads of us would rather be poor and happy than like rich and unhappy like yeah be, like in a job in a field that you don't necessarily want to do but with money and it's like well mm -hmm. you probably wouldn't even have the time to spend the money that you would make doing biochem or doing bi like biology yeah, or whatever you'd always have regrets anyways to not have done yeah. what you wanted to do because you wouldn't know what the outcome of what would have happened yeah, exactly yeah. it's like i would have always had that what if and now i know that i'm not gonna have that what yeah. if like I, I don't regret any of my life decisions to be honest i'm just like yeah they got me where i am now and i'm kind of like the person i am now so i can't be mad you know yeah of course well, and good. we'd have never have met you or known you if you didn't decide to do music so exactly there you go exactly. now playing visit by Aslahan Kyle and I make music by the way.
you're living in Belgium now, right? What's the music yeah. scene like in Belgium? Music scene in Belgium is, to be honest, it there's there's a lot going on. Like it's it's very interesting. It's lively. There's um there's a good community. There there are some good communities around, and it's really cool if you can get into them. <laughs> um, I I was lucky enough that there's um there's this uh, sampling beat making event. Uh, uh, there's a version of it based in Brussels. I think it started in Canada. It's called Loop Sessions. Oh, I think and, I've heard of that. Yeah. So I, I like I, I'd been a massive fan, like following them from uh, from afar, like when I was in London, trying to get back to Brussels for an event if it ever coincided, but I never did. Mm. And um, and then I came back in um, in March for uh, last year for lockdown, and they did uh, an online version. So I took part in that and I like, I love the community that came out of that. They're one of their co-founders. Uh, she, she's been like hell, really cool. Like she, she liked my stuff. And uh, so she, she interviewed me in December when I participated in the second uh, uh, iteration of the online version and stuff. And like, there, it's, it's, it's a really nice community to be a part of. It's mm -hmm. like, all the, it's, it's just about supporting and sharing music and stuff. And it, it, people like get to know you really quickly once you get into the into those places, and it's really chill. It's the the thing about Belgium is like everyone's pretty laid back. Yeah, yeah. So, so just like uh, um, the other day, <laughs> on Saturday I went out and I bumped into a a, a, a huge Belgian pop star that's just like chilling. On, on, on the square drinking with where everyone else was drinking and she was just so chill like, did you say like, something or did you just look and walk I was, well she 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 knew the the, the people I was with but I didn't want to like interfere but yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. hi you don't know me but hi <laughs> I'm not gonna be that person so I'm like hi respect you from afar yeah <laughs> respect you from afar <laughs> that's amazing smart that's cool that it's laid back, like, mm -hmm. especially like studying in London and knowing how sort of, you know, you've obviously studied with us in London and you know how upbeat it is and how fast it is and how everybody's so sort of fucking ambitious and don't really, there's not, uh, there's not a sense of community, even though it's a mass of like the music industry in London's huge, it's just like not really yeah. a sense. That's the thing, I think people in Belgium, they're ambitious as well, but they're not like rude about it. And yeah. they, they're not like in your face about it either. A lot of the work is done in the background and then you you see the results and you're like, oh, you guys have done a lot. And it's like, yeah, yeah we're vibing, you know, like. We're vibing, <laughs> yeah. Like laid back about it. No, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. That must be good, especially if you're becoming, you know, you're sort of finding your foundation there because yeah. you're living there now. You'll be able to sort of grow that, grow all your networks, like yourself yeah. and everyone sort of respects everyone. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that is good. So we saw on your Instagram that you asked people to send you prompts to write songs about like what they've sent you. Um, and it's been so well received like by all your followers and stuff. And they're amazing. I always watch them. Yeah, they're very really, cool. You're such a great songwriter. Like uh, to be able to do something like that is amazing. Um, right. Do you think that in order to be a sort of talented songwriter, you need to do writing exercises such as that, like have a prompt? Yeah, uh, I absolutely think that. Like I've never progress as much as actually this summer when I um my one of my best friends uh a songwriter from Mexico her name is Isabella she uh she sent me uh I 
can't remember the, the author's name, which is terrible because everyone knows their name, but um, it was a better songwriting or something like that. It's the same author as writing better lyrics. Oh, the yeah. one you told me to read. You remember when we FaceTimed the Christmas? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't remember. I used to always read that. I don't you guess. I haven't read it yet. Just going to tell you that now. <laughs> it's a good book. She sent, she sent me it for my birthday and we started doing the exercises together, like at distance. So it was like, it, it goes in like 15 day uh, uh, blocks of uh, time in, during which you do exercise, like writing exercises. Yeah. And uh, my songwriting has never improved more than it did then oh, so really? i've been trying to like keep up writing exercises and i thought it's fun doing stuff out of the uh, out of the book to an extent but it's more interesting to be, be actually interacting with people and i knew i absolutely knew that my followers would give me absurd suggestions yeah <laughs> especially since my brother is there and every time there's something <laughs> really wild he gets all of his friends to like it so it, it it's the one i have to do yeah so the last financial regulation yeah that's the one the, the one i was watching again yeah today. that was really cool yeah, thank you. Honestly, a song out of financial regulation as a prompt. <laughs> so, what your brother is that your yeah your brother you've told me all about your brother. That sounds funny that you get all his friends to join in too. That's cool. Yeah, that's why the first one was anime bitches. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> got all of his friends to like it, and I was like, shit, I gotta write a song about anime bitches now. How do I make this interesting? <laughs> <laughs> but you did it you did it you did it that's cool that's good that and i mean it is good that it makes you makes you more confident within songwriting and you, it's a very and i've never i don't know any musician that's ever done anything like that before like i honestly and i think all of the people i pretty much follow on instagram are musicians mm -hmm. and i've never seen another musician be able to do it and execute it as well as you have because yeah. i don't know how the fuck you do that but I think that's the thing though the reason why it appear, like i'm saying appears well like executed i'd like to think it is well executed mm -hmm. but the reason why it com comes off that way is because no one does it and that's the thing like the first few times i posted i was terrified i was like oh what if it's like shit and then i realized no one's doing this and even if it's bad it's pure entertainment and people yeah. are gonna enjoy it you know and the feedback has always been positive so i was like oh okay i found something here like you know i'm doing something right yeah people don't see much of that so they want to interact with it you know if you're asking them what do you want to hear tell me like yeah. some words and i'll make a song about it people yeah. are gonna interact with that yeah i've only actually just recently started seeing but not like just they don't not just like a word or like a topic like i've seen on tiktok that um they do like scenarios like pop like povs like point of views and then oh, write yeah. a song about that but obviously on tiktok is only like at like 60 seconds or whatever mm. so with yours being like that little bit longer it's just so good like and do you do you play all the instruments that on the like when the back like all the instruments in the background do you do, yeah, do you yeah. yourself and play i do all production mixing and mastering if you can consider the master <laughs> <laughs> on the track That's yeah it. yeah so it's it's been a good exercise for for uni as well because i'm like doing my degree in sound engineering so it was like it was a good way of practicing that as well mm. you know yeah, yeah. It's like get faster at mixing because i don't want to spend too much time writing a song for instagram like a 60 second song yeah so like me like write it produce it and mix it fast like get it done in a day yeah that's part of the challenge as well like getting it done fast which also like stops you from getting in your head too much because mm. you don't have time to you're like no nah, i gotta get it out because i have other <laughs> shit to do yeah would you ever like um ex like take the songs that you one of the songs that you've <clears throat> posted and 
expand it to like a full three minute song like and release it i've actually considered it there have been a couple ones where people were like yo i you should make a longer version of this yeah. um I, I think it would be interesting uh maybe in the future like when once i get a few more of these done maybe i can like pick the top ones and expand them and then release that as a as a thing you know you do like an EP, like a prompt mm-hmm. EP or something. Like these are all prompts from my like followers. Followers, I think people would probably vibe with that. Yeah, so. definitely, people would love that. Yeah. Now playing Anime Bitches by Aslan Kyle. She got that double bass ass, cheeks like fun. And her face is the same man I don't think I'm meant to ask But how'd your eyes sparkle wider than mine can, huh? And how'd your hair flow whenever the frame pan, huh? It's not fair Introduced with an innocent flair That air douce, what they say in her air Cause she got that double bass ass Cheeks like flan And her face is the same man I don't think I meant to say But like I bet she smell like cotton candy too And I bet she got another friend or two And I bet they like to grab a drink or two But shit They're like cartoons What what instruments do you play then? Because I saw some videos where you're playing guitar and Yeah, I uh, I, I was going to say I play the vocals (laughs) (laughs) Nice I say that because like a lot of the stuff I do at some point involves vocal stacking. Like I'll li- I'll, like I enjoy using my voice as an instrument and treating it like that as well, like putting it through distortion and stuff like that. Yeah. You don't necessarily hear, but sometimes I do it and use the last one. I did that and use my distorted voice as the bass. You can't tell it's a voice anymore, but mm. I did. That. Wow, and that's was, so that's cool. Really cool. Yeah. That's <laughs> And um, so vocals is my main instrument, but I play keys as well. And uh, I play guitar and bass enough that I can record and then edit it and it sounds all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't actually play the takes particularly well, but I can edit it well enough afterwards that uh, it sounds good. Can you tell us a bit about your recording and writing process for your releases with I Make Music, by the way, our very own James McManus? James McManus! <laughs> he's up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, he's up in his room. If I shout loud enough, he'll hear it, but I don't want to do that because then he'll come downstairs and annoy us. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be listening to this soon. Yeah. Crying. <laughs> he won't. He'll no, be <laughs> Wait, don't say that yet. We have an EP to finish. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! You'll have time to plug yourself later. Don't do that now. <laughs> yeah, um, with James. So I mean, music, by the way. It's um really it, it just it started because like I posted something on my story at the start of last summer saying anyone who wants to collab because I had the whole summer free I had nothing to do we were in confinement I was like send me a message and he sent me a message and he sent me uh, a beat and he was like would you be interested in write, uh, interested in writing over this and I'm obsessed with the fact that his productions are like mainly based based you know mm-hmm. like bass is my favorite instrument by far I can't play it for shit but it's my favorite instrument and I love it so much and so I'm obsessed with his productions and I was like, oh shit, yeah. Um, so that's how it like started. And the main 
I, I don't do a lot of, uh, I actually don't do any of the musical elements in, uh, in our collaborations. I think one time I may have asked him to like uh, cut a verse in half or something, but that's probably about <laughs> as far as my um, input goes in, in that aspect of it. Um, but otherwise, yeah, usually I tend to write about stuff that's happening that's relevant to me at the time. I'll, I'll listen. My usual process is uh, I'll never listen a first time unless I have something to record. Because okay. I like the first time I listen, I like to record like top line ideas and like phonetics and stuff that might go in. Um, in French, they call it like faire du yaourt, like doing yogurt. You literally yeah, yeah. just like whatever comes out, it comes I like out. Verbal diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like the, um, the, there's, I feel like the first time you listen to a song, there's a stronger connection to it. You know, you're really discovering it. So I like catching that and then basing what I write later on on that. Um, sometimes during that point of the process, I'll like start coming up with ideas of sentences and stuff or words that go into, that I want to like fit in specific places and those might inspire like a development in the lyrical ideas but usually the lyrics always revolves around stuff that's happening at that point in time in my life okay and um if uh, i like doing uh, based off that then afterwards i like also like doing a free write and stuff like a 10 minute free write just so i get things out mm. and even if I only keep like a sentence of it or even less than that, it gets things out. So I'm at least I know what I'm not going to be writing about or I have something to go off of. That's cool. Yeah. That's like journaling and then taking like a sentence from like a, a, an excerpt yeah. of a journal or something. Yeah, I like this. That's process. cool. It's cool. That's like an interesting. It's therapy and music at the same time. <laughs> nice. <'Cause it's> not... <laughs> yeah, and then if you think of anything, then you won't forget it later because you've written yeah. it. Yeah. You can go back to it. Ah, oh, that's cool. That is cool. It's like fish. It's like seven through the shit for a, a gem. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. you gotta, you gotta. Yeah, see I that a lot. There's a lot of shit that comes out, but the more shit comes out, the more gems come out as well. Yeah. So you're like, mm -hmm. after a while, you start enjoying the shit because you know a gem's gonna come out after. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I've never heard someone have a process like that. That's really interesting. Yeah, I like that's it. cool. I like it a lot. That's very cool. Mm. Very nice. Um. So obviously, like you've collabed. You, you know, you said you like collabing with people. Do you ever see yourself releasing independent music without collaborating with other producers? Yes, I'm actually working on a, an EP at the moment. Mm. I'm working on, it's been on pause for like a while. <laughs> I think the first song I wrote two years ago and then it's just been a very slow process of me actually putting all of the stuff together. But the concept is pretty intensely thought out now. Like I wanted to, I wanted to actually make like a project that makes sense and the tracks are related to each other and all of that rather than just writing songs and then putting them in a list and that's an EP, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, this project, I have most of the drums recorded by James Luxon, who's, mm -hmm. uh, who's at ICMP with us. Oh yeah. The player is Wes Burton, who's also at ICMP with us. Um, I've got a friend here who's going to be mixing it and all of the production and vocals, uh, etc. I'm handling that aspect of it. So. Nice. Nice. That's tense. That's like a big, big project. So yeah. the drums are recorded in London and now you're recording like vocals in Belgium. 
drums and bass were recorded in London and everything else is recorded in Belgium and all of the post-production stuff is going to be done here in Belgium so before my first EP is even out it's already international <laughs> nice girl I like it a lot that's cool that is really cool so if you could collaborate with any musician that's still alive who would you most like to collaborate with um I think I think because I'm going through a massive phase of this, I'd be a, I'd love to work with Tyler the Creator. Oh, like, I'm I love, that would like, sound sick. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Is, you know, yeah. like I was talking about, I, I want to make like projects. I love the way he just packages his stuff, and it just all makes sense in itself. And I love it, it's 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 like beyond music. It's like art. You know, he's yeah. straight up making art, and mm -hmm. yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. love to. Someone there's so many it. layers to Tyler's songs. Like there's you have so and and like I think if you were to look at them like um recorded individually you'd like none of these should go together but they all do and you're exactly right it's art because it all works so well like i think he's just a, he's a genius he's just he, oh so good I, I would love to hear that collab yeah to be honest. that would sound really good i'm sure mm. yeah so tyler the creator let's go that's very cool so um we know you can speak like four languages because you're that fucking mental. Um, <laughs> do you ever see yourself writing and performing your music in different languages? Other than I, English, I mean. Uh, I already have. Really? <laughs> on, but on, the, on the on the first loop session, I um I did a shit beat. <laughs> My computer crashed on me 13 times during the, oh, no. the I think it was like five or six hours we have to do the beat. My computer crashed like 13 times. I think it was Logic. And then I realized I had to update it. So I lost time updating Logic. And I was like, oh, this beat is shit. I need to save it somehow. And I was like, how better to save it than to write in a foreign language? It immediately sounds impressive. And like songwriting, like lyric writing is um, a bit of a strong suit of mine. So I can like improvise bullshit real quick. And it yeah, sounds yeah. all right. So <laughs> I wrote in Turkish over it. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I think I remember that from the loop session. Yeah, yeah, That's it was the first one I did so like last, I think it was in May then. Yeah, so it was yeah, yeah. May 2020. Uh, I did like, I wrote in Turkish over a beat. Would you um, ever release it on your own projects like in any other languages? Like, do you think that that's like beneficial to musicians in their career to be able to sort of switch between languages? I, I don't know about particularly beneficial. I think... I think to me, it would be beneficial. I have been thinking about that. Like I'm already thinking a couple projects ahead. And um, mm -hmm. uh, I think to me, it would be beneficial just because it's authentic, you mm -hmm. know? Like I would love to write and perform a song in Turkish because that's how I express myself with my mom. Like the most half the time when I'm with my parents, I'm speaking Turkish, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, it's it's a language that also flows really easily there's something really pretty and poetic about turkish i think english and french don't quite compare to mm -hmm. it in the, in the flow but this is as a native you know like it just like flows so naturally when you speak it yeah um, and every language has such different metaphors and yeah you know expressions and everything yeah. so <clears throat> so different writing in yeah and that's something i love about turkish it's very visual so even and and i love this as like a native who didn't grow up there so my vocabulary is somewhat limited but 
there's something about Turkish that makes it really flexible. So you can express visually what you're trying to say and people will understand, even if it's not an expression that exists, you know, they get it. So okay. there, there's something really flexible about Turkish like that, that I really enjoy. Yeah. That's cool. That's and nice. I think it'd be cool to, to, to sing in French as well. Mm. Like, yeah. uh, I, tr I tried it recently and it turns out my, I have a bit of an English accent when I speak French. Really? Not quite that bad. So. <laughs> so wait, what are the four? What are, so you speak English, French, Turkish. What else do you speak? I speak a bit of Dutch. I can't say I'm fluent. Uh, I can get by. Uh, the the unfortunate, the fortunate and unfortunate thing about Flemish speakers in Belgium is that they absolutely will pick up on your accent and if your accent is english they will switch to english they might not do it if you're speaking if your accent is french but if your accent is english they'll su switch to english so you never really get to practice much oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's annoying that's <laughs> cool that you speak so many languages that's crazy but yeah writing in french would be cool as well i love it when like there's like a french chorus that comes in or something or just like a yeah. line or two you know Mm. I, I put like a little sentence in in the in the first prompt I did animate bitches like there was a line where um it was said is what they say in her ear and like my one of my best mates he's a French speaker and he like lost it he was like oh my god I'm so excited you put that line in plus it rhymes what the fuck literally like the whole rhyming aspect would just fuck me up like because if you're translating it like if I, if I was like by like when you're translating it back to English you would be like okay I have to make it rhyme in the other language but make sense like it just confuses like my brain can't process that like it just confuses me how you sit and work out all the rhymes but yeah. if you were adding a French phrase in you probably wouldn't write it in English first you'd write it in French straight away yeah I know but I mean like as as English is my mother tongue I would have to be like translating to check it to oh, make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what course, I mean? So that's yeah. why I would be like, how the fuck? Like, this is why I'm like fascinated mm -hmm. by you. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? You're like, I think that's it's easier since I've internalized like French quite a lot. I speak it since I, since the age of four. So, like, it's internalized enough that I can find the, the rhymes and all that in it. Yeah, you're um, so fuck. It's like amazing. Honestly, you're like a rare Pokemon. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> one of the best compliments i've ever received <laughs> yeah. you are like amazing songwriter and in four languages like what the fuck <laughs> fuck off as get to follow i'm just really confused that's it <laughs> do you have any advice for songwriters or musicians who are just starting out just do it mm -hmm. honestly one do it to put it out there there's no point doing it if no one's going to hear it and you might be scared of judgment but honestly no don't be like you, you know most people are in, in my experience most people aren't actually that ju as judgmental as you might expect them to be uh, in fact they haven't been really judgmental uh, and um those that are like who are they anyway you know literally yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah that's yeah. good that's yeah. good advice like mm -hmm. now nah, i feel like you're if you try and please you're always going to piss someone off you can't please everyone so you may as well mm -hmm. just do what the fuck you want like and also if you're trying to please yourself as well another piece of advice would be don't consist like continuously wait to be to get better because I did that for a while. I was like, oh, I'm not good enough. I need to get better. I need to get better. And then I started posting stuff and I was like, 
apparently I'm good enough to get positive feedback and that's all I really need you know I can get better while still posting stuff mm-hmm. you know do you... you don't have to be the best to start with like no one's the best from the start and I'm saying that as someone who hasn't even released their own their own projects yet so you know but yet yet exactly what you're saying yet but feedback helps you get better anyway so if you don't put it out there you know it's more difficult to progress yeah yeah if you don't put it out there you're not giving yourself the opportunity to gain confidence Mm -hmm. you know like the prompts thing i was terrified at first and then i realized oh this is fun and people are reacting well and suddenly i believed that i was probably not too bad a songwriter i'm like oh maybe i got something going here you know Mm -hmm. oh yeah give yourself some fucking credit yeah definitely do you um going back to about like going back to what you're saying about posting stuff online do you do you think um a consistent presence on social media is a necessity to succeed in today's music industry well to start with um i don't i who am i to say because i don't think i've succeeded <laughs> no no of course but, but yeah i think about it because if you're posting most of your stuff on instagram without before you've posted it on you know spotify or whatever you're obviously yeah. going to have to deal with the you know the notifications and the sort of like to- like the tail it takes on your mental health and yeah. do you feel like it's the bad side of the industry now that you kind of have to have more of an online presence permanently I think it depends on what you use your online presence for because I absolutely get that thing about mental health I, I keep deleting Instagram like yeah. I-, I think for yeah. the past five months no that's a lie for the past two months <laughs> I haven't like downloaded it for more than a week without deleting it again because it just stresses me out so much I used to post so much to my story and stuff and now I'm remembering the stuff I used to post to my stories I'm like why did I put my private life out there like that it's really disturbing but I think there's two ways you can use social media um as as an artist either you can use it to use the algorithm and grow your audience and stuff. And in that case, yeah, you, you're going to want to be posting consistently and like fitting the algorithm and shit like that, that I don't have time or mental energy for. Yeah. Or what I've been doing is using it as, as your CV, like your social media is your CV. You want, if people ask you, Oh, are you a singer? What do you do? You want to direct them to your page and they can yeah. find out for themselves you know that's such a good and point yeah because that's i found that so with the prompts like i've gotten an insane an unexpected amount of opportunities way faster than i expected just because i had a cv on my social media yeah you know so like i don't need to prove myself like when someone's like oh you're a singer what type of music do you do i don't have to explain or anything i'm just like here's my page you can see what I do and it's a lot more efficient than trying to explain and you know shit like that that's super interesting we've never had an answer like that about social media actually that's really really interesting to see it's like a cv which is so true like it's the first thing people do and you know what you just said the first people first thing people do when they look you up is they stalk your profile or whatever you want to call it like yeah so go for the videos and yeah yeah, so they can hear that's why I barely ever post photos anymore because to be honest, I'm in sound, I'm in music. So if I'm posting something that doesn't have music attached to it, then I don't see how it's benefiting my CV, you know? Mm. It's just more my face. And like, there's so many of my face on my Instagram. I'm getting sick of it, you know? <laughs> That's so like, it's the music with it so that it makes something, you know, there's something. <laughs> yeah. 
that's so like a crazy way to look at it as well like because you get so many people who their whole life revolves around what they post on Instagram and half of it's a fucking lie anyway Mm. like it's not true what they're posting it's a very fake platform well social media is in general anyways I've actually I'm I feel like with tech I was like never gonna go on TikTok and then like I downloaded TikTok the first lockdown and got like not obsessed with it but like we'll happily scroll but then I've, I've kind of came to terms with why I'll sit on TikTok and it's because I'll scroll and I'll never see someone that I know so I don't put pressure on myself Whereas on Instagram, I look at everyone's life. So everyone's doing so fucking well. They're looking so good. Everybody's not, you know, they would never openly admit to being struggle, like to struggle, struggle about about having struggled through the lockdown. Whereas if I go on TikTok and I scroll and I see hundreds of other types of bullshit, but it's not one person I know. So you could just disassociate yourself from it. Mm. And I think that I've only just came to that realization. And it's like, I will just have times where I just like, don't even want to open the Instagram app because of that and it's like it's so nice to see someone as a musician only posting when they've got music to show which is like super cool you like you, you have yeah. connotations direct yeah. between music and instagram which is like i don't think anyone in our sort of age has ever said it like that so that's true yeah, also like i think i've gotten more like almost prudish about what i post on instagram like i don't want my life out there mm. anymore I don't, I don't want people to know everything about my life yeah i just to know what I do here's what I do (laughs) (laughs) that's super that's a super nice way to look at it I think it'd be very cool to have more people like that then all the influencers that sell you shit diet pills and shit green tea would have no life (laughs) (laughs) what would they do (laughs) that's another reason that I like keep deleting Instagram I also like I I downloaded TikTok at the start of confinement as well and then deleted it pretty quickly afterwards I only used it for the background filter in my (laughs) prompts yeah. Mm-hmm. until tiktok moved their logo from down here to up here so you can't crop it out anymore so now i use something else but um yeah that that was another the, another reason why i started uh deleting instagram is because i realized that um through like scrolling all the time i i, I realized that i was becoming a content consumer rather than a content creator and mm-hmm. i want to be a content creator i, I want to make stuff i don't want to co- like okay you need to consume to an extent yeah, yeah to create inspired, but the shit that you're consuming on instagram half the time is not going to inspire you like i'm yeah. watching dumbass yeah. videos and influencers are like you said suggesting diet pills and shit like that and i'm like or, this is not going to help me get anywhere in life maybe let me just delete instagram and write a song instead no <laughs> it's a good yeah, way to do it a good way to do it it is just mindless scrolling really at yeah. The end of the day, like Sometimes you don't even realise you've opened the app and you're there and you're like, what the fuck? It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Now playing Intentions by Aslan Kyle and I Make Music, by the way.
yourself in five years time do you think you'll move back to london come back to us <laughs> i in an ideal world mm. uh, I, I to be honest i like being based in brussels okay very much enjoy it life quality is better for me here mm -hmm. um, and it is home there's something about brussels that's just like so familiar it, it feels so nice even the shit parts i like going through them in a bus because i'm like oh the architecture is beautiful you know <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah i think in in five years time in an ideal world i'd be still based in brussels but i do intend to like travel to london quite hopefully there will be need for me to be traveling there regularly because like i intend to keep collaborating with people from there and stuff mm -hmm. and uh yeah i'd like to be like traveling collaborating making some kind of living off of what i do mm -hmm. uh in good art that would be cool nice mm -hmm. nice i was yeah. hoping to really get to see you more yeah yeah you can come here when you want yeah yeah go somewhere in london if you need. i might hit you up on that i'm, I'm planning on coming to london in july Oh, okay. We've got a living room. And we've got, got a sofa, sofa bed. bed. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Might steal it for a few days. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, of course. That's, our house is like the fucking doll's house. People just come here. They just come and go. It's a lot of fun. What um, music are you listening to at the moment? At the moment, what am I? Let me check my Spotify likes. <laughs> Everyone, everybody does this. You pick the phone up, and they're like, "Oh my god, I can't remember what I'm listening to." There's too many things. Um. Oh, recently I landed on um. Jack Garrett's "The Love You're Given." Okay. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I've been rinsing it. It's so good. It's just so good. I don't know how to explain it, but it's so good. Yeah. I don't even know what style it falls into, but it's so. <laughs> um very nice otherwise yeah i've been uh, i've been going back through like a um daniel caesar kanye west mac miller tyler oh. just that th those types of vibes you know yeah yeah, Good yeah. spring and summer nice yeah for sure have you got any new releases or shows coming out that you want to tell us about this is the time to plug yourself this is the time to plug i do have a release <laughs> coming out with Max Siegert. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, guy from he was also at ICMP. Oh yeah, Max, yeah, not actually I do yeah. Yeah, we know him. We know him. Yeah. Yeah, so um I hope that's his stage name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I meant by. It should be. Yeah, but we've got a release coming out in end of June, I believe. Okay. And um yeah, that one's gonna be cool. It's a bit it's a bit of a darker vibe. All right, but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it coming out. Nice. Um, that's the only release right now that's like that has a date and a certain and stuff. Most of the other stuff is in the works. Um, there's too much stuff that's in the works and that has not yet come out. Hopefully, we'll be changing that very soon. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. They'll take your time with it. You know, if you want to take your time to make it right and stuff, then fucking mm -hmm. do it. Like. Yeah, and you've been talking about two EPs like that takes time to work on as well. And you're studying full, yeah. like full time, doing a master's. Yeah. So what I'm, not, I'm not great at balancing stuff. So because I'm studying, like everything else is basically on hold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna, yeah, but that's okay though, because you don't want to roll yourself too thin and then 
rush to the deadline because you're fucking yeah, I'd rather do like a few things well than everything mediocre yes mm -hmm. exactly you'll don't roll yourself too thin you'll fucking run out of steam yeah so how long is your master's course is this your first year or your second year it's my first year normally it's a one-year master's but I've postponed my thesis to next year okay so I have um I think literally 20 odd days left of class before my final jury uh, and then a few like legal exams after that uh, and then next year thesis um, that's intense that's right now <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah yeah I don't think uh, every day I'm mixing <laughs> oh my god I don't think I could ever go back into the uni setting ever again <laughs> I've done my education for this life it's the door shut on that part no yeah. thank you it does teach you to meet the deadlines though definitely yeah, yeah yeah but like dead, in a very stressful in a very way. stressful like, ah, way that's not helpful the night before you're like oh, fuck. oh yeah fuck i it. had a year to do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. also, like juliana i don't know if you've like ever have you ever done the francophone school system yeah 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 i was in yeah. there it's like more aggressive as well than the english hence like and they're like here's all these subjects like every single one you have to yeah because that's what in your when you're in school mm oh yeah you get like exactly even in uni they give you like loads of subjects as well I remember I was a I was studying philosophy at uni in France and it was like it wasn't just philosophy you had to do like history and this yeah. and that like and a major and some minors like subjects like yeah and I was like I haven't picked this leave me alone <laughs> but yeah <laughs> they're like no nah, you have to do it <laughs> what the fuck that sounds super intense Good luck, though. Yeah, good luck with, <laughs> with all your exams and production stuff. Yeah, that sounds fucking intense. Like, yeah. and when your releases come out, obviously we'll share, share, share on all of the social media platforms. Yeah, definitely. So, could you tell all our listeners where they can find you online, like Spotify, Instagram, everything? Yeah. So, uh, you can find me on well, exactly what you listed: Spotify and Instagram. Um, <laughs> It's Aslihan Kyle, so A S L I H A N space K Y L E. They will find you easily now. Yeah, and you spell <laughs> your name, which is good because I know people always like call you fucking weird names. They never get it right. <laughs> I've had so many different spellings of my name that now spelling it out is just it's standard procedure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can find back to back catalogs on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, okay. Anchor, where else? Spotify, did we say it? We said Spotify. Okay. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. And then, and then social media platforms, we have Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and is that right? Yeah. I think that's yeah. it. We've got all of them, but um, yeah, Twitter's dead though. Yeah, so we never used okay. the Twitter. The Twitter <laughs> I think we posted on that once. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's not yeah. a vibe. Instagram um, though mm -hmm. was a vibe because you know content creators and all that shit so yeah and for our listeners you can email us at b2b um, catalogs at gmail.com mm -hmm. if you have questions or if you'd like to feature on the show or recommendations or anything <laughs> not any complaints though they can go to fuck yeah they'll so, be deleted we won't instantly <laughs> spam folder so yeah well this has been aslahan kyle thank you so much perhaps for coming on the show <laughs> It's been so nice to speak to you. I know. I feel like it's been ages since I actually got mm -hmm. to have a chat. So. It has been ages. <laughs> yeah. It's been to you guys as well. Oh, bless you, Tom. Mm -hmm. for inviting me on.
Oh, of course. We are a little back to back. It's a it's a wee cute it's a cute wee thing we do. So. Mm-hmm.